Yo, 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 what's good, guys? Back with another podcast of The Land. I'm your host, um, AP Jones, and I've been gone for a little bit. Uh, you know, I had to take care of some things, sick here and there, yada, yada. So but we're back talking about the Cavs, and I'm super excited. We got a lot to catch up on. Um, I got some notes down, so we'll kind of go segment by segment, I guess, and then get it from there. Um, to jump right in real quick, though, uh, I think the last time – the Cavs were like, uh, they were, I think they only played 20-ish games, if that, and now they're 20 and 11, I believe, right now, if I'm not mistaken. They are 20, oh, 21 and 11, my fault. They're 21 and 11 right now, so I, I've probably been gone for two, three weeks, maybe. So, um, but they've been playing really good basketball, uh. Especially last night, as the night I'm recording this, they just played the, um, they just played, why am I drawing a blank? Oh, the Jazz. Yep. Thank you. They just played the Jazz. And I think you had three people over 20 points on the Cavs. I think you had seven people in double digits. So it was, it was a great team win. And Donovan Mitchell didn't really have to do nothing. I uh, didn't really play the second half. So that, that's what we like to see. That's what kind of, that's where our team's supposed to be. And that's without Lamar and without Dean Wade and stuff too. So, um, but we'll get into this right now. Actually, um, I'm really excited to see what the Cavs do before the trade deadline. Because I'm sorry, um, guys like Chetty, I love. Don't get me wrong, and I know the Cavs love that love him. And but he's just very sporadic. He's very like up and down, roller coastery, and I can't, I can't do it. <clears throat> so. But guys like him, um, Lamar, love Lamar, but he's making a name of himself now like as a role player, defensive role player. So um, him, I love Okoro, but once again, if we can package these guys for someone, and I'm using this guy as an example because from what I hear, I do not want him as a player, but his play style, I want a guy like Jay Crowder. I'm not saying I want him. I just want a guy that's a very – well, I don't even want to say he's that good of a three guy, but a three and D guy, you know what I'm saying, who's – all right, he's also trash this year, but from three. But PJ Tucker, that's a better. I need a guy like that that's going to come in, be a team player, not do too much, take threes, and defend our best player. Also, you know what I'm saying. And Lamar is that right now. Don't get me wrong, but he's not. He's not really a shooter. You can just tell from his jump shot. He's not a shooter. Yes, he's he's hitting them fairly well right now, but he's not a jump. He, his jump shot just looks not fluid at all. Um. But, yes, I'm very excited to see if we can package anything. And I'm also confident that um, if we keep this roster the way it is right now going into the playoffs and we get a top four seed and we get a home, I'm confident we can go two rounds and up. Now, if we go and make a move and get rid of those, like, end-of-the-bench guys for someone who's going to actually be a rotational player, like a really good one for us, there's we can get come out of the east you know what i'm saying now if we're going up against golden state the lakers you know, or well i don't want, i don't know i just said the lakers but i'm just thinking of like the ad matchup against the two and lebron yeah but regardless um like i said i, I can't wait to see what happens so we'll see how that goes i think the trade deadlines before the all-star game i'm pretty sure so yeah um the first bullet i got is jared down just jared down i'm just gonna um, he has been 
problem, and this is no slight at Mobley because Mobley, obviously, and I'll talk about Mobley too, also. So, um, but Mobley, I mean, Allen has is literally the backbone to our defense. Now, do I think Mobley's the more versatile defender? Yes, but I don't know what it is when Jaron Allen is out of games, like with injury or he, or even not even injury, just out as a sub, like just he got taken out for someone else. Like the defense, just like I feel like the presence is just not the same. Like as Mobley as a five or something, it just doesn't feel the same. And I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's because he's great at rotations, which he is. I don't know if it's because he's blocking shots, which Mobley is too. So I can't really say that. But I or and I can't even. I'm saying this because when Mobley's out and Allen's in, I still see that like defensive presence. I don't know. It's hard to explain. And that's not a slight on Mobley because, um, I'll just jump in that quick too. Mobley's leap from rookie to sophomore. Uh, I I guess you could say in the beginning he was um slower to get to an offensive groove but i mean the defensive the defense has been there the whole entire year i don't care what anyone says he's i think he i don't know if he still is but at one point like 15 games in the season 20 games in the season he was like the number one isolation defender so um those two guys we need both of them i'm not saying we one's better than the other but like they do their own thing very well and it goes off both of them very well the only thing i will say i think Allen needs to get better at passing a little bit that dude looks like he's throw like he throws them shits hard to the backboard. Like some when they try to get the high low shit and Jaron off top, it, it's like God damn, that that shit looks so hard going off the backboard. I'm like, bro, you thought he was gonna. Yeah, anyways, so that's that. Um, so what I've noticed too is that the Cavs struggle, which no no shocker because this is what we struggled with last year. There's gonna be nights where Garland. And or Mitchell is not hitting like they're just not on. You know what I'm saying they, they're people. They're human. They're allowed to have off nights. And some nights, unfortunately, they're going to be off together. You know what I'm saying like it's just going to be and also not even off as in like off game. I mean, like they could be out of the game, too. So it's like there's so many things going into that that I just don't want. Um, I'm, I'm nervous for what our team can do offensively. Defensively, yeah, sure. But def- I, I get they say defensive defense wins championships but there's only so much that defense can do when you can't score the ball and our offense doesn't look that great with those two on the court you know what I'm saying it just looks that great because you got guys that you got two great guards that can make plays and that's what happens almost every time which is not good at all whatsoever well no okay it's good but I'm saying to rely on that night in night out that's not good and there's some nights where it's like we got the chemistry flowing and people are cutting like Chetty's one of the greatest cutters on the team. And it's just like, I don't know why I don't, I don't, I don't know. The offense sometimes looks clunky and just not fluid at all. And we look like we look to rely on D Mitch and Garland a lot still, but it's good to have D Mitch here because he is, he is the X factor. I don't care what anyone says. So, okay. That's that. Um, okay. I got some, I'm, I got some questions. So I'm on the, I'm in this Facebook group. I couldn't promote myself. So these people will never see these, but they asked me some questions and I'm going to answer them right now. Um, someone asked, how is Dylan, Dylan, Jesus, how is Dylan Windler coming along? Um, so I put down right here, do we care now? I'm not saying he's couldn't help us. Right. But he's very injury prone. Clearly, I don't even know why I had to just say that just to let you guys know. He's only played 81 games in two years. Only 30% from three and 40% from two. Um, And he's 
I'm pretty sure he's definitely out. I, I wrote this a while ago, so he's probably definitely out at least another two to three weeks, okay? Which isn't horrible, but, like, I don't know where he fits, you know what I'm saying? Like, I like I like the idea of him. I think he's six, 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 seven. Um, can shoot and supposed to be able to defend. Well, supposed to be able to shoot too. I don't want. I like the idea of him. I don't think he's there yet. Maybe he just does need some reps. It does take some guys a few years to get adjusted, and he clearly has only played eighty-one games in two years, so he hasn't even played a full NBA season yet. So he could get adjusted. You know what I'm saying, but I just don't know. With the timeline of the team we're at right now, I don't know if we, I don't know if I don't care personally right now until he shows and goes to the charges and balls out more and stuff like that and stays healthy. Like, I, I, I don't know. I just don't feel, I don't feel urgency to see him on the court with our team right now. It just doesn't. And that's no slight to him because I know he is a ball player. And obviously I, once again, this is probably something I don't need to say, but obviously when I'm, when I'm talking down on a guy's play style or whatever like that i know they're in the nba okay so don't come at me talking about bro he cooked you yeah i know okay cool glad we got that out of the way but obviously if dylan willer stays healthy and also if we trade him and he finds his way and stays healthy and goes somewhere else i wish him nothing but the best because i know he can be a good player because he's he's the prototype for a three and d guy you know what i'm saying because he like so lamar is because lamar is one of the best defenders on the team but lamar like you would have to change his whole jump shot for that shit to look like he's a shooter, you know what I'm saying, and to actually become a shooter. Dylan Willard's already got the jump shot, you know what I'm saying, and he's a really good defensive player. I'm not I'm not going to say he's the best, but I'm just saying. So that's that's the first question. Um, Someone asked, when is Rubio's first game? Um, I previously, like a while ago, um, probably three weeks ago, um, I guessed that he was going to be um, back yesterday which was the jazz game I, I was wrong um but there's now come out reports of i'm pretty sure i don't want to say 100 i don't think he's gonna be playing with them but he could i don't know that he's gonna be practicing with the charge soon which is great news um and then i heard that he might be doing three on three uh contact like drills and then move that onto five and five full scrimmage drills so i'm guessing definitely after the holidays uh i'm guessing Let's look at our schedule quick. Brief, brief moment, please. Uh, do, 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 do. This is a very professional podcast, guys, in case you didn't know. Um, I'm going to definitely guess January. Uh, I'm just trying to see what our games are looking like in January. January, I'm going to guess, ooh, yeah, just because it's um, cool, uh, January 10th in Utah, just because that's where he was playing with D-Mitch, and that's going to be D-Mitch's first time in Utah, so we'll just go with that, so January 10th is my guess as of right now, um, uh, but yeah, I'll just go into how I'm excited for him to actually be on the team again because he is going to make guys like um chetty osmond even kevin love 100 percent um lamar even isaac coral he's going to make them better and i'm that's not also me saying he's a better playmaker and then d mitch and garland he's i'm not i don't want to say he's not either but like he just brings a different like a different style to the game and He's going to be like 
the life of the second unit. And he'll also, I th- I'm hoping that he'll help uh, Karis a lot too. Um, I think they'll work well together too. Uh, because he's going to, he looks to get guys open. Don't get me wrong. He can score, obviously. And the re- people are skeptical because he's coming off of ACL, I believe. But he was never, and I'm not a doctor and shit like that. And his could be worse, not worse. I don't know. <laughs> but he never played above the rim. Most guys, like, who, and even guys who have played above the rim have come back full healthy, full whatever from ACL and been perfectly fine. But he's never played above the rim. So it's really just about his quickness and stuff. And no offense to him. It's not like he was a De'Aaron Fox out here. You know what I'm saying? He he finds a way to play ball. And he's going to be great off our, off the bench for us coming in and helping out. And he'll be able to, So instead of having to play Mitch at the point when Garland comes out, and vice versa, don't grow on Garland's obviously a point guard, but I'm just saying it'll be nice to have Rubio in there with Mitchell, Rubio in there with Garland at times and stuff like that, and give the, one or the other a break, and it, it'll be good. So I'm really excited to see Rubio back. Uh, remember, he is um, coming back January, shit, January 10th, okay? Remember that. Mark that down. Um, Someone also asked, uh, backup center problems. And should we move on from uh, Robin Lopez? I love, I don't want to get rid of Robin Lopez because I feel like he is a great locker room guy. And now I feel like we have, I feel like the whole team is almost a great locker room guy, but I'm just saying he's a veteran. And I, and I know we have uh, Raul Neto and um, Kevin Love, but I just think we, I, I do think the backup center position is scarce, okay? Because no offense to Robin, he's not. Now, if that jump hook, that little hook that he's got was 100%, sure, fuck it. I'll take the slow big dude out there, you know what I'm saying? But, like, Mobley and Allen aren't physically there yet to take on, like, an Embiid and Jokic and stuff like that. Um, So when you have to throw Robin Lopez on him, no offense, but it's just, it's just difficult. I just want to see... I also, so in my opinion, we need a wing and another center to be like, so I'm going to use this guy as an example. I'm, we're not getting him. I don't even think whatever, but a backup center that I would love um, for us is like a Yaka portal. We're not going to get him because he, he's playing way too well in San Antonio right now. He can go start on a team. So that just sounds stupid. But I'm just saying like a guy who literally is a great defender, can finish around the rim and can pass the ball. You know what I'm saying? Which I also think is Evan Mobley's brother, Isaiah Mobley. He just is going to take some time to get there. So that's not even a question right now. So do I want to get rid of Robin? No. But if we need to include him in a trade to get uh, a better – include him in a package to get a better backup center, maybe a wing or just a center or just a wing, I won't be mad at it. Um, Someone also asks is how is Evan Mobley coming along with the strength training? Uh, So I – I did some research. This was also a few weeks ago, just so you guys know. Um, Spencer, well, I did the research a few months, uh, a few weeks ago. This, uh, these articles are, a few, you'll hear the dates. Um, Spencer Davies from basketballnews.com on September 28, 2022, uh, reported that Darius Garland said, Evan's on a mission right now. I think he's on the mission of Rookie of the Year campaign after coming second last, sec, Jesus, coming second to last last year. So he's coming a lot more hungry. He's a lot stronger this year. Uh, Jack 
Maloney from CBS Sports, November 26, 2022, JB explained he showed pictures of Giannis to Mobley last year as an example of the transformation he's made from his first years in the league to now. JB said, when I talk to Ev, we talk about when his legs and core catch up to his skills and talent, the problem that's going to present for defenses in opponents, period. And I couldn't put it a better way than JB did because, um, dude, just think about that. When Evan, so I'm a little nervous though because the broad shoulders thing definitely is a, a thing in shooting. But I mean, Giannis isn't a horrible shooter, but I'll, I think we can revolve Mobley around enough shooting where he doesn't need to take five threes a game and make three of them to be effective at all because he does a lot more than that. But if Mobley looks like Allen, whoa, whoa, what? All right, cut that. We can keep it in. I'm just kidding. If Mobley can get to what Giannis is right now, like physique wise, that is um very, that's very scary. And I think Giannis even said something along those lines of um, Mobley is, uh, they played each other and he said something. I'm, I'm not going to try to remember what he said and sound stupid, but Mobley uh, tipped his hat to him and said that he's going to be a very, very good player in the years to come. <coughs> so, but yeah, and what JB said, it, it just, it's just not going to be fair to leak to the league if Mobley looks like Giannis and has the footwork and the legs and the skill and the talent that he has, like it's gonna be scary. Um I'm excited to see what he does in the future. Like obviously it's gonna it I'm not expecting him to look like Giannis next year. You know what I'm saying? It took Giannis a few years to look the way he does and stuff like that. And it takes a lot of mental and dedica- mental dedication too, not just physical dedication. So it's like we'll see. I I don't need him to look exactly like Giannis. I don't need him to be at just as strong as Giannis. But if we want a chance to like beat the Bucks and stuff like that, we need Allen and Mobley to get a little stronger, obviously. I do I think we can still beat them without it, yes. But Mobley's still young, he has time to get there. Um so that was the few questions. Um, if uh, I'll probably write in that thing again that it came out, but I can't promote myself. So if you if you gave me questions and you listen to this podcast, thank you. Uh, so to end it, I'm just gonna talk about kind of summary of what the Cavs has done the last couple weeks since I haven't made a podcast. Um, so they're 21 and 11 right now, two games out of first place, which is really good. Uh, I think they're on a four-game winning streak right now, which is awesome too. Um, I don't think I, I I'm looking at sorry I'm looking at the standings right now, and the only team I believe right now that could rise above them just because of like this guy individually is um. Well, two guys individually technically is either the Nets or the Sixers. So the Nets are also playing well. They're nineteen and twelve, and the Sixers I think ha- didn't have Harden for a few weeks and stuff like that, and they're seventeen and twelve right now. So they're only two and a half games behind us, and the Nets are only a half game, a uh, game and a half behind us. So I think we a hundred percent keep a top four seed this year, and who knows? Boston can go on a slump too while we're on a high and stuff like that. It's still really early in the season, so I don't want to get too caught up on the standings. Um, but I've never been more confident. Well, I mean, 
once again kind of a no-brainer but i've i've never i haven't been more confident in a thing um other than saying that the Cavs are a lock for top five seed in a hundred percent top six obviously because they're better than knicks miami atlanta indiana toronto chicago like uh, so they're because obviously the sixers are a matchup problem for us they um impede you know saying that that's whatever and then the nets kd you'm saying they're they're a matchup problem 100 percent. so that's why i could i could see us falling to fifth at the end of the year but obviously if we i mean it all regular season is weird you'm saying so you never know um but yeah so i hope you guys enjoyed this i know this is kind of all over the place i'm hoping to at least come out with one every week and obviously if it's going well and i got time I'm hoping to do like one every other day if I can, whatever, and keep up with whatever what's going on. Um, I really hope you guys enjoy these podcasts. Uh, I'll probably do videos sooner or later to see if you guys like it and stuff like that. Um, but make sure you go follow me on Twitter at at uh, ap ap underscore Jones the land. Um, I just kind of either talk about the Cavs on there or retweet stuff about the Cavs, whatever. So, and I like to talk Cavs too. So also in the comments, if you're watching this on Apple podcast, um, Spotify, whatever, um, anchor, leave, leave a comment down below, whatever. I don't know. Leave a like on it, whatever you can do on whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, and yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed. Um, please rate this five star. If you can, if you like it, if you don't rate it, one star it don't really matter to me but i appreciate you guys being here um and yeah i'll see you in the next episode deuces